Spider-Man, Spider-Man, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Is he strong? Listen, bud. He's got radioactive blood. Hey there, there goes the Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Shooby doo, rock steady crew. Find him an octopod ingenue with flair. There goes the Spider-Man. Greetings, fellow webheads. I'm Brad Douglas, the webmaster of the Spider-Man Crawlspace.com. Sorry for the delay in posting the second part of the October podcast. Now, as you know, real life can sometimes get in the way of our hobbies. Now, I was involved in a car crash earlier this month, which totaled my car. I had some bruises, but I'm doing okay. But if you've ever been through it, you know it can be such a literal mess to get through. But enough about me. Let's finish our questions from the message board. Our first one up is from Crazy Chris, and he's asking about real life and comics. Uh, question for the whole group. What is the appropriate approach for a comic book creator to take when addressing controversial real-world subject matter or politics, especially in a mainstream series like Spider-Man? Should he or she strive to be neutral, or is it okay to take a position? Or should comics shy away from controversy altogether and simply offer bland but inoffensive entertainment? Who wants that one? Okay, can I chime in on this one first? You got it. Hit it. I think uh, the entire idea behind the question is one of the problems with many comics that have quote-unquote issues in them today. Yeah. The idea that the writer's opinions matter for squat one way or the other is ridiculous. You have an established character you're working with, usually established supporting characters, established villains even, Mm -hmm. but the main focus is your main character that you're writing about whose personality and opinions have already been defined. You have to figure out what their stance on it is going to be, and for the most part, it's not something where you're supposed to just shove your own opinion into his mouth. That's ridiculous. Most of these things, even these characters, even if they haven't stated an opinion on this issue before, you should know their personality well enough to know with a reasonable flow what their stance is going to be, and that is all that matters, and you should be able to address things that way. I I think, with the exception of the 911 issue, I I think... uh, Generally, superheroes should stay away from like the Iraq War, I, because you know you look back on it and, and years later it's going to be dated, because he's supposed the characters are supposed to be timeless. You know their time isn't supposed to flow very quickly, and I just don't think that works in this medium. Jr., what do you think? I disagree. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I don't want to take up the whole conversation here. I yeah. just uh, I think that timely topics can be used very well in comic books, and a lot of times you can see comic book characters interact with the world around them and it makes it more realistic. And you have things like, uh, I think I mentioned on this podcast before, the Squadron Supreme Hyperion vs. Nighthawk miniseries mm-hmm. that uh, dealt with the violence in Darfur, and it did it in a beautiful manner that worked with uh, the characters' personalities and educated people on the violence in Darfur, which is an important thing. And, you know, you have a lot of history in that kind of thing in comic books, back to Captain America punching Hitler in the face, you know, and you have yeah. it, things like that, and I think it can work very well. It just seems like Saddam Hussein isn't as, as bad as a bad guy as, say, Doctor Doom or Galactus, who could blow up a whole planet, you know? I mean... Yeah. Yeah, but it's all about context, I think, yeah. if you put the right context into it. Yeah. JR, you want to chime in? Well, I, I have mixed feelings. I, yeah. I, and I, um, someone, one of my, actually, one of my readers brought something to my attention when I was kind of going off on a tangent. Um, 
about the 911 issue because I, I did not like that 911 issue of Spider-Man at all. I thought it was, uh, I just thought the way it was handled was completely inappropriate. Uh, but uh, then this, this reviewer, this reader reminded me that Stan had dealt with controversial issues like Vietnam. Although I will say, my you know, Stan dealt with Vietnam and drugs, mm-hmm. but with Vietnam he didn't take a position. It was the, it was just there. Flash went to war, and I think in that case he had to address Vietnam because all of his characters were college age characters. All right. There's there's it would have been irresponsible to pretend that Vietnam didn't exist because it 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 would have touched one of their lives. Right. Uh, and so Flash goes to war, but. It was handled skillfully enough that there were no opinion, no political opinions. And when Flash came back, Flash was shell shocked when he came back. But it was it wasn't right political context. So I think you know, in 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 a way like the nine eleven issue, it it couldn't be ignored. I mean, we can always say that well, the supervillains have done worse, mm-hmm. which they have. But it you know we we have to acknowledge. I mean, they should acknowledge the traumatic events that happen in our world. But I don't. But I, I'm kind of dis- disgusted by the obvious political slant. Yeah. Uh, I think civil war was, a, a, you know, again a, a logical idea to consider, but it was given a horrible political slant, particularly in Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and, and this whole thing that you know Spider-Man may be willing to make a deal with the devil, the real devil, but he wasn't ma- willing to make a deal with a, a lesser devil and Tony Stark. Yeah. You know <laughs> that makes no sense. That yeah. may, but the only reason. He does, you know, the only reason he doesn't do it with Tony Stark is because he, he's he's got to espouse this liberal ideology. Yeah. Whereas, you know, the devil has no ideology. <laughs> but uh, speaking of the flat of uh, Flash, I I haven't thought of this in a long time. Whatever happened to Sh- was her name Shan Shan? Was that his Shan? Shan was that his girlfriend or wife or what? Girlfriend. What happened to her? <laughs> she just after uh, after Flash uh, started screwing Betty Brandt. Yeah. Uh, and uh, generally acting like a turd. Uh, it was around the time that uh, it was during the Hobgoblin era, where the Hobgoblin, mm-hmm. you know, framed Flash for being him, and right. and basically Shashan picked up her bags and left, and has never been seen since. Yeah. Kind of like Deb Whitman. Spider Dude, you want yep. you want want a couple words on this, and we'll go into the next one. Uh, well, you know, uh, being as politically political that I am, mm-hmm. uh, as politically political. <laughs> yeah, I try to think of, I think of the best way to say it. Uh, well <laughs> I, I do agree with Morbius. I, I believe that, that it, 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 it depends on the context. I thought that the 9-11 issue was good, but it could have been better. Yeah. And uh, every every September 11th, I still open up that issue and, and read it. Uh, I, make it a, I make it a tradition. I thought it was just the raw emotion of it. And the, really what, what struck me the most was the visuals. Yeah, the sheer visuals of, of John Romita Jr. That's what sold the issue on me. I mean, you could have literally done a uh, enough said style, style of story with that book. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's quite. It's, I, I, I agree with both, and I uh, I, I do believe that that it, it can work in the middle, but it doesn't always. Yeah. Uh, Venom six five four three seven says. Uh, this one's aimed for me. Brad, I started interning at the local Fox uh, TV station. I'm not going to be on camera, but what kind of advice would you give me anyway? Should I tell everyone I love Spider-Man, sing the theme song when the camera's rolling, continue to practice pouring coffee? Any free advice? Uh, sure, I, I don't think it's a bad thing to pe- tell people your hobbies or what you're interested in. I think it's it's uh, more detrimental to hide stuff <laughs> and you, and be ashamed of what you like. 
Uh, I clearly display Spider-Man on my desk at work. I've got uh, a couple of Spider-Man classics uh, action figures on my desk. So it's it's good to display what you like. I mean, and you'll learn as you get older, if they don't like it, they're not really your friends. <laughs> I feel like Mr. Rogers. Uh, but as far as uh, learning about the television business, uh, do as much as you can. Be a jack-of-all-trades. Learn how to write. Learn how to edit. Learn how to do interviews. Um, and if you get a good overall view of how to uh, do everything uh, in your internship, it's more likely that they'll remember your name when you send out a resume or a tape. So learn a lot on that internship, kid. But keep those coffee pouring yeah. skills uh, <laughs> handy. Tell you what, we never have interns that pour coffee at my station. They're always they always go out with us, and they uh, don't like getting away from their MySpace page when they you ask them to go get you a cup of coffee. <laughs> uh, FSU Spider fan from Greenville, North Carolina says Morbius. What kind of dress would you have worn if you lost the bet, and would you have looked hotter than effing Spidey? <laughs> Well, um, thong possibly no. <laughs> I, I guess I need to share a story here. Oh God! Um, <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> when I was in high school, um, oh wow, whatever, whatever we did, you know, I was in all the plays and everything. No, I did not wear a dress on stage. That's not where this is going. Um, we had every show. We did one day that we got out of school that we did shows for grade schools, and we always had to be there remarkably early. And so the night before, all the girls got together and just spent the night, and they did a quote-unquote girls' night. And uh, my class of guys decided that we needed to crash that every year, just, you know, not for a half an hour or something and scare them in some fashion. <laughs> and every year it got bigger and bigger and bigger. And for senior year, we knew we had to do something that couldn't be topped. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, I was talking to my, so I talked to my director about it, and my director um, actually pulled a man – Pulled a dress out of his office. Wow. This orange flowery thing that was way too short for me, and handed it to me and said, Why don't you wear this? <laughs> <laughs> and so me wow. and three of my friends, all male, uh, went to a friend's house before and put on a couple of dresses and some wigs, and believe it or not, his little sister stuffed our bras with her soccer socks. Wow. And, uh,. <laughs> We went over there, we did an authentic native tribal Maori threat dance, Man. and jumped back in the car and ran away, all of this being filmed the whole time. <laughs> um, Mercy. So, to answer your question, if I had to wear a dress, I would have worn that little orange flowery number that I happen to have in my closet. I think it's sad and... that both you guys had dresses ready and willing. <laughs> Would I have looked hotter than FN is simply a matter of whether you like your girl's hair. Oh, oh wow. Uh, oh. <laughs> All right. On that note, uh, the next one's aimed at me. How much are you pulling down for your endorsement from MailOrderComics.com? We all know you're rolling in the dough now. Uh, no, I'm not rolling in the dough, but they pay for the cost of talking to you folks and, and all the bandwidth costs. So I appreciate them paying for that. It, it uh, helps keep this podcast rolling. So, uh, JR, this next one's for you. How old are you? It seems obligatory that your age be brought up on every podcast. Let's just say we're calling him at the home right now. <laughs> and I've got my, and I've got my teeth in the jar next to me. And, and, uh, and dinner is going to be served in half an hour. <laughs> It'll be I turned, jello. Jello, yeah. I turned, yeah, I turned 44 this year. 
Here, let's go over the ages. Jerry's 44. I'm 32. Morb, how old are you? I turned 21 on September 20th. Spidey dude. So I've I've been partying for a few weeks. There now. you go. Spidey dude, how old are you? I uh, I'll be 20 this okay. year. Okay. About the end end of December. That is a so. wide spectrum of spider fans. Uh, Spidey dude, how do you spread your hate mongering political views, or why do you spread your hate mongering political views on the board? We all know you want to starve children. <laughs> Let me let me let me make this point perfectly clear. Folks. I think we just ought to leave it right there. <laughs> uh, I, I really I, I, I spread my political views because I I grew up in a family that uh, we don't know how to keep our mouths shut. Yeah, uh, as evidence on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks, Mark. Uh, and always there for you, buddy. And, and as uh, my major being political science, I do I do have to divulge into my uh, my political thoughts and processes. Yeah. So I'll save a little bit more for when Adam Spidey's question, which made me laugh out loud. <laughs> All right, next one's from Crazy Chris. Oh, that JRH thing reminds me. JR, you asked about my father's age and whether I took shots at him about it. Well, he's only forty or forty-one, so he's not nearly ancient enough to talk make fun of. Oh, and I. And though I may become middle-aged someday, I'll always be 20 in my heart and soul. Today's culture is fundamentally superior to that of all prior generations, so I don't have to worry about the things I love going out of fashion. If Shakira's hips don't lie today, then you can bet that they'll still be preaching the truth in the year 2034. That's not a question, so let me move on. <laughs> but Shakira's say, security I'm, is being called right now. Yeah. <laughs> all I'm going to say is his views are going to change once he has to take that first swig of Madame Oh, Eve. wow. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, there's it's the coming, quote. buddy. <laughs> Don't believe it won't. It's coming. And our dress wearing Spider F and Spider Man says to gentlemen, to qualify this question, I already know the answer, but I want to hear what the forum of Spidey Masterminds has to say. I guess he's talking about us. I was picking my kids <laughs> up from school and heard a couple boys talking about Spider Man and Wolverine. They were discussing who would win in a fight between the two. These kids are obviously too young to know that this has already happened, but what do you think, uh, who would win in such a great pay-per-view, va- uh, pay-per-view event? Okay. What do you think, Spider-Dude? Uh, well, we'll repeat the question one more time. Sorry. Uh, my roommate walked in and Sp- he just completely took all that attention well, off. Sp- That's a long question. You missed the whole F- thing? F and Spidey dressed up in a dress, and he asked us uh, about two little boys <laughs> on the playground saying, Spider-Man or Wolverine, who would win in a fight? Uh, well, considering Spider-Man has kicked all the X-Men's ass <laughs> in Secret Wars single-handedly, I think Spidey would win. Okay. More of who'd win in a fight? Spider-Man, easily. He's At this point, he's way too fast for Wolverine, and he'll just snap the dude's neck. He almost did the last yeah. time. And more of who's going to win? That was me. Oh, I'm sorry. J.R.? <laughs> <laughs> there, there should be... Unfortunately, the comics have lost this but except for the heavyweight class you know when you're getting into guys like thor and hulk and thing yeah. and, and even iron man to some extent because you know that it kind of hurts to slug armor yeah but really there should be very few characters that should be able to take him on in a fight and yeah. uh the fact that so many are able to is just bad bad writing on on their Ooh, wolverine because there's or spider-man hmm? well no there, there shouldn't be that many people who should be able to take on spider-man right. 
I mean, you know, he 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 should make you know. I mean, it'd be one of those Leon Spinks pay per view <laughs> fights where if you go out, you miss it. You know, you've paid fifty dollars for thirty seconds, and you know he should put a beat down on, like I said, just about most of the Marvel universe except for the heavy yeah. ones. Uh, F and Spider-Man comes back and aims it to Spidey Dude. He says, why do you spread your insightful, well-educated political views on the board? We all know you want to protect our children. Well, that's all, that's all, that's all I do that for. You know, I try to protect the children and, uh, I don't try to eat them, unlike some people's <laughs> beliefs. But, uh, no, I do it because I don't have, really have a place that I can, I feel like that I can adequately express my political views without <laughs> Some snot-nosed liberal coming after me and trying to, you know, yeah. if I, if I, especially if I went on the MoveOn.org board, yeah, I'd get shot. I think that <laughs> George Soros would send his army of minions to shoot me and, and kill me. So, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I do it because I know there's some people that are like-minded, and I also do it just because, cause just because I want to piss some people yeah. off. If I want to, you know, and I, and I always feel like that if I hear the opposite, of what other people believe in, it's going to further enhance my own views. Yeah. And further cement those. So. And Effin also asks Morbius, "When are you going to let me even the have the opportunity to even the score about the dress wearing issue?" Next time you want to take the definitely going to lose position <laughs> in a sure thing, I'm right there. <laughs> uh, FSU Spider Fan says, uh, "And think the rematch? Do you get pretty the outcome of? Uh, oh, we've kind of talked about the outcome of one more day. I mean, in past podcasts, I think they're going to." Split up the spider marriage. I think that's pretty much the consensus. And he also asked, was Back in Black worth overall or just a cheap marketing ploy? We've kind of talked about that. We're kind of all a little let down by it. Don't you agree? Yeah. Three dollars an issue. It wasn't cheap either. So I'm not part of the consensus that it's going to split up the marriage, by the way. Really? Really? I think they're telling us it's going to too much for it to actually Mm -hmm. happen. Last time they told us something was going to happen this much, it was that Speedball was going to die, and <laughs> look what happened there. Yeah. Uh, Venom comes back again, 65437. He says, uh, what spider merchandise would you like to see that hasn't been made yet, or what would you like to see brought back? He, he'll he go for the Spidey toilet paper, personally. What you, any, anybody want to see some merchandise that Spider-Man hasn't been on before? I think it's been... Is there merchandise that Spider-Man hasn't been on I, before? I don't... I don't think there is. I don't think I've seen a spider pizza. That's disgusting. <laughs> uh, actually, I have. You've seen uh, a Spider-Man pizza? Wow. Uh, yeah, it was. It, it, it was actually custom made. Hmm. Uh, it was. Uh, it, it, the, it was made out with pep, cheese and pepperoni, and they made use the pepperonis to make like a little spider web. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I saw the other day Spider-Man shower curtain rings and Spider-Man shower curtains. There's that. Yeah. It, it, if I if I put that on my shower, I would be shot by my roommate. So I'm not going to do that. Morb, is there any w- weird crap that the Marvel hasn't put it, the the Spider-Man on? Uh, I I think we've stopped short of Spider-Man condoms, but that's about as far as we can go. <laughs> oh my gosh! Hey, hey if, if there's Gene put Simmons that... condoms, wow. there there can be Spider-Man condoms for your web shoes. You can put those over your 12-inch Scarlet Spider. <laughs> It all comes back around, doesn't it? To the uh, back to the web shooter. Uh, FSU asks, "When is this podcast being done?" Two weeks from now. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you had, uh, if you had to have one of Spidey's main villains die for good, who would it be? Um, I'll answer. Go ahead. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take the position of getting 
absolutely shot through the phone by Jr. and say Norman Osborn. Wow. Jr. rebuttal. <laughs> That's okay. I couldn't possibly like him any less or <laughs> dislike him any more anyway. So. <laughs> yeah. I bet I understand his perspective. Yeah. But well, uh, I, for me, it's just that uh, Norman Osborn has been around so long that he's constantly the one that's behind every big thing in Spider-Man's life. Every time they need something to fall back on, every time there's some big conspiracy, every time there's anything, it's Norman Osborn, and you can count on that. And if anybody's death is going to have an impact on, you know, the landscape as a whole, then it would be Norman Osborn. To have him actually finally die for good, I think, would be to push things forward, yeah. give other people a chance, and stop getting those predictable stories of, oh, Norman was behind They just him. bring him back, dude. I mean, it's I know, been, but, it's you know, if, if we're saying that somebody would actually die for good for mm-hmm. once, you know, it's unrealistic, but if that's what we're saying, then that's, that's my it's answer. It's been ten... It's, well, he, was, he was dead for 20 yeah. years and was... Of course, we now know he was pulling all the strings. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, he's been back for, what, 10 years, and I'm just now getting used to the fact that 122 is Amazing 122 is was not his last appearance. So I'm slowly, when that first came out that he was behind all this crap, I was kind of uh, ticked and felt cheated. But you know what? I kind of like Norman back these days, especially in Thunderbolts. I think he's doing a great, crazy job in that book. Uh, the other question, FSU Spider fan says, what uh, character would you like to bring back from the dead? My guess would be Harry Osborn. I think that'd be fun. To bring him back. Honestly, I would go with Ben Riley. Oh. Unquestionably. Yeah. Um, and that's not a Spidey Dude Man Crush type thing either. It's just, uh, it's, I think what Ben Riley was. Man Crush? What the hell is that crap? Man Crush? Jeez. I was wondering when the reaction was wow. going to come to that. God. Spidey Dude, who do you want um, to come back? Do it. I want Kane. Kane. I don't. I'm not, I don't necessarily want Ben Riley. As, as a way like dead, I, yeah, Kane's not dead though, is he? Oh, okay, he's not dead. Okay. Well, he did die, but he came you back. Just want him back. He, he died, got better. Yeah, I just want him back. Um, I, I would say, um, hmm, Mendelstrom. Mendelstrom. Just there for shits and for shits and yeah. yeah, FSU's uh, choice would be Baby May, who thinks she really. Is oh, a, that too. Yeah, that Baby too. May. <laughs> Jr., who do you want to come back from the dead, and who do you want to die? <laughs> I, I don't, you know, I, I don't really believe in killing off any of the villains mm-hmm. um, because then you can't use them again. Yeah. And when you bring them back from the dead, then it's always lame uh, for the most part. Um, and you know, to get it, to get back to the goblin thing, I mean, it's you know, as as much as much as he's merchandised, he can't be dead. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, no doubt. The, the all, you know, it's kind of like you you can't kill Venom, Doc Ock, or or the Goblin. Right. Um, or as far or Sandman as, um, now, yeah, yep. yeah. As and as far as uh, who I'd like to see come back, obviously you know Baby May, but like you know FSU, I don't believe she's dead either. Yep. I, I think the Quentin Beck Mysterio should come back. Yeah, I, uh, I I think the the core Rogues Gallery, the classic Rogues Gallery, they should all be back and uh, and uh, Creed and Havoc for for the yeah. for as long as the series. What about has. Craven? Do you think he ought to come back? He's essentially has through his son, I guess. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough one. I know JM J uh, M would throw another fit like he did when May was brought back, mm-hmm. and uh, but I wouldn't have had him killed off. Yeah. I don't know if I'd bring him back at this point, but I think I think it's like anything else. I think it's a mistake to kill a character off. Right. You have 
you have a great story. Everybody goes, ooh, that's a classic story. And then it's like, well, crap, we can't use him again. Right. Oh, I know what. We'll have Chameleon impersonate yeah. him. Oh, no, we'll have one son. No, make, no, 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 we'll kill that son off. No, we'll bring back another make son. Him, make him go. a scroll. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's it's. Uh, I mean, in fact, that's a perfect example of what happens when you do kill a character yeah. off. They they just they keep bringing him back in in lamer and lamer yeah. ways. Uh, the mask menace asks, "Will Spidey stay a fugitive?" I think that's kind of been answered when with the preview art of uh, Brand New Day. You know, the cops are still shooting at him and stuff like that. So, I guess he'll still be wanted by the law. In the I mean, they said they're not going to do some kind of mystical reversal of the unmasking, so... Oh, th- when did they say that? I didn't hear that. Quesada, when, you know, there was all this... There's been all this um, worry that something like that's going to happen, and Bendis, I think, has said it, too, that they're... Um, they don't want to just have a Doctor Strange unmasking is over moment. They want to actually carry it through years of stories. That's what they did it to begin with. Huh. I, I think the secret identity will be back. I think they're full of crap. <laughs> It's possible. I mean, you know, we are talking about joking yeah. here. Will Aunt May and Mary Jane die from the events of Civil War? I would say no. I think they'll be back. Gang? No, they won't. I'm, I think May might die for a bit. <laughs> but she'll get better. <laughs> yeah. Spidey dude, are they dying? Uh, I just want the old, the old bitch to die. I mean, at this point, I'm just ready for her to be killed off. Wow. Uh, this is what Spidey Dude sounds like after a few beers. I want the old bitch to die. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first intoxicated uh, podcast he's ever been on. Uh, <laughs> no, hey, I'm not intoxicated. Thank you very much. Wombat. He's just had, Texan. Yeah. Wombat909 says, I heard a rumor, and I'm not 100% sure that Peter has a chance to save Aunt May. But if he says, yes, I want her to live, then someone will wipe out the ma- marriage completely so he doesn't remember any of it. But he says, no, I want to stay with MJ, then Aunt May dies. Which one would you choose, and who do you think Peter will choose? JR, your mother or your wife? Who do you want? <laughs> <laughs> well, considering that my wife is standing right here in the kitchen, uh, I, def- I definitely would choose Yeah, her. there you go. But... but uh, I I think that's an absurd question, <laughs> but I, I know I know the basis on which it's being asked. Uh, but and, and it really I don't really have any much, much more to say than what I said earlier. I think the way it's being handled is 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 Peter's just acting like a pathetic mama's boy. Yeah. And uh, you know, particularly if he had had you know, I mean, it would have been to me it would really have been a no brainer if he'd had children by now. Right. I mean, then the question wouldn't even be worth asking. Yeah. Uh, the fact that this question is being asked, I think it just shows uh, how, um, you know, Marvel, or if this is the direction they're going, if they're not going to, you know, fool us, fool us all uh, right. and, and pull out something else. But uh, I, I think it's just, I think it's, uh, I think it's an, an idiotic question, not not from Wombat, yeah. but I think that the whole idea that, that Marvel is presenting it in this particular way is just right. utterly idiotic. So. Spider, did more of you want to tackle it? Then we'll hit the last question on the board. Well, well to go um, with my, to go with my my previous theme, uh, yes, I can go home and sleep with my wife, um, but your mom, she can just, you know, your mom, you're gonna lose your mom eventually. So I would, I would rather want to spend more years with my wife than I would my mom. Yeah, just me. Yeah, more. <laughs> I think if that's the. Uh, Speaking of, my wife is calling. <laughs> that was my cell phone going off. She knows how she wants me to answer it. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Moral. I'm sorry. Uh, um, 
No, I just I don't even want to answer the question because I think if that's the scenario that Marvel comes up with, that's just crap. Yeah. All right, we're we're down at the last one. Dead Meat says if M- MJ does disappear for a while, how long do you think it will take her for, to come back, and how would she return? Uh, and I guess will Jackpot turn out to be MJ? Do you think the brand new day is going to be Mary Janeless? Gang. If well, it is, somebody forgot to read the freaking reboot. Yeah. <laughs> Which I can understand. Yeah. But, but well, I, guess I, I want to say this, that if for everybody who's complaining, if this, if this turn of events does happen, and she is written out as his wife, you know, then stop buying the title. Mm-hmm. Now, that's the way to send a message. Don't buy the titles and then complain on the message board. Yeah. Because it did work before. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, if you don't like it, don't buy the titles, and you'll it'll be reversed pretty soon. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. More? Do you think MJ will be gone, or I don't think so. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing, though, is there was a quote from Joe Casada at some luncheon he did, and everybody thinks it's a slip he made, but I don't think Joe Casada makes these kinds of slips. I think it was intentional. He said, as if it was a foregone conclusion she wasn't going to be there, he said, it will only be a year and a half to two years before we get them back together. And he said, will, not would. Mm -hmm. Um, Everybody thinks that's a slip he made, and that's very telling as to what's going to happen. I think it was probably more intentional, and he's trying more and more to make us think Mm -hmm. this is the way it's going to happen, but I... I just think they're throwing this in our faces too much for it to be the actual ending of this story. They usually don't just shove the end of the story down your throat months before the story comes out. Let's go around because we can look back on this podcast after the issues come out. Who do you? What do you think after Brand New Day? Will they be married or not? More of you said they'll be married. Is that what you said? Yes. Jr. What do you think? Married or not? After? Uh, I don't think they will. Okay. Spidey dude, married or not? I hope, but I don't think so. Yeah. I agree. I, I don't think they'll be married after this storyline. I think that's the whole purpose of this thing is to de-age him and, and uh, take away the the masking, unmasking and the marriage thing. Right? So so it's th- three to one. Morb, oh, I don't, I don't <laughs> want to make a bet with Morb because I'm going to be in a dress if I do. <laughs> No, and and I think he's got I think he's got a very good point. Yeah. I mean, it's like when, when something is just thrown in your face, you got to kind of wonder if there's you know it's like a magician's trick. Mm-hmm. Your attention's being deflected from what's really going on. Yeah. Uh, and and I w- I would guess that even if that what he said wasn't a slip, they've got a back door built into mm-hmm. it in case something like you know they want to try it. You know, it must be you know he's desperate to try it. Let, okay, let's prove once and for all whether or not the it matter the the, the marriage matters to the titles. And uh, if it doesn't, right. you know, if the sales slip, well, they've got their back door, and aha, you see, this was right. planned all along. So. Yeah. Well, that looks like, oh, I just hit refresh. Wombat says, will this podcast be up in the next hour? He wrote that an hour ago, so I guess the question is no. This podcast will not be up in an hour. So, <laughs> let's do recommendations. For the record, folks, it takes yeah. a lot longer to mix and edit a podcast yeah. than yeah. we don't, we don't that one hour. We don't slap and put it up just like it is. Well, yeah, because I have a lot of editing uh, on this one to do. <laughs> Yeah, let's, a lot of let's do our. I'd give it about twelve hours. What do you say, twelve hours? Yeah, it'll be it'll be a while. It'll be up by Monday of 
of October. What's Monday's date? October. 8th. October eighth. It'll be up October eighth. Uh, no kidding. If your old lady's calling you, you'd better take care of that. It'll thing. be up October 9th. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gang, what's uh, let's do recommendations for the month. Uh, Morbius, you had a bunch of them, didn't you, from last month that we didn't get around to. Last month, I think I had like five comics I wanted to recommend, but then you decided at the end we weren't going to recommend anything, and I cursed you for a month. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I deleted that um, thread. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I'll give is, I see, I think I can give a comic, a TV show, and a band. Let's okay, that. hit it. That'll be Hit it. Um, comic book, anybody that's a DC fan, which I guess is not a lot of people on this podcast, um... Booster Gold is a new comic book that Jeff Johns has come out with, which I didn't really have that much interest in because you, nobody knows who that character is or really cares. But I gave it a chance. It's one of the most entertaining things I'm reading, and it actually takes a lot of a tour through the history of the Marvel Universe that people, not Marvel, but DC Universe, for people that don't know it very well. Um, and it's just, it was one of those things that after the first issue, I was thinking about a month later, well, maybe this is one I don't need to pick up because I don't know the character. But after I put down the second issue, I was very glad I picked it up because it was just the most entertaining thing I read all month. And for anybody that thinks it won't matter because he's just walking through the past, apparently they're uh, promising with the fifth issue to reverse Alan Moore's classic, The Killing Joke, so mm. Batgirl was never paralyzed. Mm. Um so we'll see how that plays out. Either way, very entertaining comic. Okay. As uh, the TV show goes, there was one that premiered just this past week on ABC at 8 o'clock called Pushing Daisies. That uh, It's getting a lot of critical acclaim, but it's one of those they think is just too innovative and too creative. It's going to be canceled because all of those things are. It's uh, a great cast of people. It's very Tim Burton-esque in its fairy tale style. Um, and it's about a man that can touch a dead body, and they come back to life. Hmm. But when he touches them again, they die again. But if he doesn't touch them again, within a minute, somebody else in proximity dies. So hmm. he uses this gift with his partner, who's a private investigator, to collect rewards on murders. He goes and finds the body, touches them, asks who killed them, touches them again, goes and collects the reward. Yeah. But uh, cool. the latest one was his childhood love, and so he let somebody in proximity die, and now his love is alive, but they can never touch as long as the entire series goes mm. on. It's just a very great little fairy tale style, uh, very entertaining in all aspects, good dialogue, solid cast, uh, great direction. I think everybody would enjoy yeah. it. Has it only been, had one episode so far? Only one episode so cool. far. It started this past week. It's Wednesdays on ABC cool. at 8 o'clock. You can probably find a pilot online somewhere. Cool. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll okay. end that. And Spidey Dude, your recommendations for the month of October? Well, uh, I'm going to continue some of my recommendation from last season. If you're not watching Heroes, uh, you're... Boop, 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 boop. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you not? Did you not think cutting her own toe off was not cool? I, I thought, dude, it was I cool. fell asleep again. I can't stay awake for that show. Well, I'm going to second uh, Spidey Dude's <laughs> recommendation on that. That's a fantastic show. Yeah. I mean, it just the only, my only my only quibble with that show is is, is the uh, the Guatemalans mm -hmm. that are trying to run across the border. It just I, I don't like it. it. It's not not good. I, I, that, I feel like that was a week. That's the week for the series. But overall, it's a really good series. Um, oh yeah, the ten, the twelve inch uh, <laughs> Ben Riley scroll. <laughs> and oh, that's uh, funny. 
also the the upcoming John Mark Mathis oh, yeah. Spider-Man. We didn't talk about that. Uh, book. We did not talk about it, which I was kind of disappointed. And I'm hoping well, we don't know anything it, about it. it. Well, if the rumors are true that it's going to actually be a uh, a sequel to the Spider-Man Redemption, it's going to be a fantastic book. Because, I mean, that was I, I felt like that was probably one of the best. Re- refresh me on what series. Redemption was about. Redemption was about uh, the re- relationship between Ben Riley and Kane. Okay. And Ben Riley's long lost love okay. uh, that was found. Okay. It, 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 uh, yeah, with uh, uh, Zed, was it? No, no, was it Mike Zek, the the, the creative team that did Kraven's Last Hunt. If they if they bring if they bring Zek back, it's going to be even more entertaining. Cool. So I recommend that one. So uh, it's a little early, I know, but but I know it's going to be good with with uh, the math that's writing it. Anything else you recommend? That's twelve inches. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sp- <laughs> no. Jr. Any recommendations from you? What you got? Well, um, there was. Um, I know a lot of people don't like fan films, and for 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 various reasons, because a lot of them are bad. Mm-hmm. But uh, there was one that debuted here within the last month or so. It was from the Star Trek New Voyages crew. Oh yeah. Uh, and it was called World Enough in Time, and guest star George Takai. Mm-hmm. Uh, Basically, as, um, as he guest starred as Sulu, the, the plot was that uh, Sulu and this other person, uh, a female crew member, had been lost in time, but the Enterprise snatched them back. But when they snatched them back, they snatched them back 30 years later. Uh, Sulu had aged 30 years, and actually the other woman was dead, and it was his daughter that came back with him. And the story just kind of unfolds from there. And, and yes, there are many things that are, there. you know, a lot of Star Trek fans will recognize probably certain things that are derivative of the Next Generation episode, Inner Light, probably a little touch of City on the Edge of Forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just, it's a really good episode. And, uh, I mean, it really does hold its own against even some of the regular Star Trek episodes. I mean, yes, some of the amateur actors are still amateurs. Yeah. Um, but uh, George Takai just does a marvelous job. Uh, and it's... Uh, it's it's really a very nice uh, kind of a, a story for the Sulu character that he never got during the regular right. run. So if if you make it over to StarTrekNewVoyages.com, uh, that was that, that that would be worth your time to try download. I had trouble downloading it, but I tried right when it premiered, so I, that would probably explain it. Well, the problem they went they went they they got a little bit big for their britches, yeah. and they made it a streaming only right. thing, and everybody was telling them. The stream is going to fail. It is not going to work, mm-hmm. and it didn't work, and it was a huge mm-hmm. failure. And then they got all snotty and stuff about it when people when it start bits and pieces of it started showing up on YouTube and other places. But they they finally corrected that, and it should now be available for both streaming and download. Okay, cool. So. Any other recommendations um, for, for uh, October? Um. I was gonna. I was. Think, I was gonna recommend something else that showed up on YouTube, but they took it all off. Oh. There was a. They they were running. Somebody had put up the whole series. It was a British series from the seventies called Survivors, mm-hmm. about uh, this group of people that survived a devastating plague and how they kind of rebuilt their lives and rebuilt a, a, a mini society. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, whoever was on the bulletin board that complained about us bringing up a series 15 years old, I'm sure they'll have a cow with me bringing up a series that's over 30 years old. Yeah. But uh, but I, it was, I was really surprised. I mean, it was a really good. I really enjoyed watching those until uh, YouTube, uh, until <laughs> I guess the BBC's Legal Eagle yeah. came and uh, snatched them away. So. Well, my uh, oh, go ahead. I got one little recommendation. If we're doing fan stuff, 
Uh, read CSA. Just just do it. Just to make me happy. Make me smile. Put, make, somebody make a comment. I don't care. Go on the message board and, and check out the Crossroads Avengers. <laughs> uh, Twenty four story arc. Yeah. Just please. Just just make make it work a little bit wild. For okay. Me. I'm kind of Co- comment on the Crossroads Avengers section on the board. Um, my, I've got four recommendations for this month. It's pretty broad. I've got a website recommendation. I've never done that before. That's not this site. It's a marvelous, www.marvelousnews.com. It's a very well-run site. It's, uh, what I like about it is that people are submitting, uh, pictures of their collections of, uh, Spider-Man stuff, Marvel stuff, uh, action figures, comics, and stuff like that. It seems like every day someone is posting a picture of their collection. So I just find that I'm just a voyeur, I guess. I like to look in on different spider rooms and stuff like that. So marvelousnews.com is a good site. My other recommendation is for it's a Halloween thing. You can probably find it at your local Walmart. Uh, you've probably seen the uh, Spider-Man buckets where the kids can collect their candy. That you've seen the red ones, but they now have the black suit Spider-Man heads, where you can get it, uh, your candy in that. So I almost picked it up and didn't buy it, but I just thought kids would like that to have a red and a black Spider-Man head to collect candy. My son's got. Oh, one. he's got one. That's awesome. Oh yeah, to, to go to go with his black Spider-Man suit. So we yeah. Uh, we are ready for Halloween. <laughs> and hopefully his air holes are bigger than the Ben Cooper costumes that I wore. Uh, my other recommendation is a television show, The Bionic Woman. Uh, best new show, in my opinion, this season. Well, I haven't watched that many, but that's a really good show. If you're a fan of Battlestar Galactica, Starbuck uh, plays the bad girl on this one. She uh, is a is a pretty good good character. I like all the acting on it so far. Uh I gotta give you the snore sound. Really? On that one, you didn't Brad. like Bionic Woman? Yeah. No, not at Man. all. I, I liked all the villains, but they're all guest stars, yeah. so I don't think they can carry the show. Plus, Bionic Woman's hot. That's there's that. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's why she was cast because yeah. I don't think she can act very Aww. well. But that's that's me. I thought the dialogue mostly was just very uh, very cliched yeah. and full of a lot of conventions that they they were all leaning yeah. on. Uh, my la- my last one is going to make Morbius drop his jaw, because it's a J. Michael Straczynski recommendation. Uh, Holy Silver God. S- oh my God. Silver Surfer Requiem, one to four. Great, great book. I think it's one of JMS's best books he's ever done. Uh, the artwork is amazing in this. Uh, I mean, it's just it's it's basically the plot is if Silver Surfer was dying, and had one more day. <laughs> <laughs> And what, oh please no! What he would do on his last few days, like the like the silver is falling off of his body, and he's he's going around different planets and saying goodbye, pretty much. The artwork is really what makes it. I think this is just a great book, and there's a very distinctive looking Spider-Man. The artist drew Spider-Man with some very heavy goggles on him. He, it's I haven't seen Spider-Man look like this, but uh, beautiful looking book. Have you have, has anybody read that that four issue miniseries yet? No, but I keep hearing everybody say it's one of the best books they've read. Yeah, it's really good. Spidey Dude, have you read it? No, I have not. Yeah. Uh, but I do want to make one last recommendation. I know I've been kind of jumping <laughs> you, on that. You add one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, I, just saw the, I just saw the commercial about five minutes ago. The uh, if, I don't know if anybody's ever heard of fathead.com. Yeah. Uh, nope. It's where you, where you can get the life-size athlete. Oh, yeah. Uh, pictures of athletes put on your wall and it's like you can put it on your wall and pull it off put it on another mm-hmm. wall well they actually have a spider-man i've one. seen those they're huge and 
they're huge. Yeah. I mean, they're ginormous. Yeah. So if you have the room on your wall and you want Spider-Man, yeah. go to fathead.com. Yeah. I'm watching football. That's why it reminded me <laughs> of it. I'm sorry. Jar, have you read that Silver Surfer book? No. No. Okay. No. And, uh, and and Lindsay Wagner was the bionic woman. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was she was hot back in the seventies too. I I remember seeing that when I was a kid. Well, gang, any final words? Let's wrap this thing up. Uh, any closing comments? Well, no more well, recommendations yeah. from Spidey, dude. <laughs> well, I'm not going to make any more recommendations, but I will say that probably about thirty minutes of that was probably us giggling like like a little schoolgirl. So yeah. you know, it may be a what's what. That being said. Um, I just want to say, if anybody missed me, uh, send some love for, from last month. Uh, you know, as I was conspicuously absent, I, I still, still a little bit. Of, ouch! <laughs> well, on that note, uh, gang, it's been a pleasure. Uh, we have just a few more days until November. We'll bust out the spider turkey and and uh, do it all again in one month. So, gang, I'll talk to you then.